Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. How are you feeling this morning heading back to school? Is it with an air of trepidation? Are you happy to go back? How would you describe your mood? Uh, very happy to be back and uh, very happy to have a negative antigen test this morning. So uh, happy to be here and to be fit to be here. Right. So what are you anticipating this morning then from within school, already teacher-wise? Because just re- remind us what your school or where your school is and the capacity of your school. Sure. So our school is in uh, Buncloody Town. We're on the, uh, the County Carlow and Wexford border. And uh, we are a four-classroom teacher school with one SET. So we have five teaching staff and uh, secretary, caretaker, SNA, and 87 pupils. So we're a small school. Um, we have difficulty this morning as of... Um, I was back to work on Monday, Alan and uh, when I received my first phone call from a staff member. So we're opening this morning down two teaching staff and one cleaner. So how do you cope then, Carolyn? What have you done? Have you managed to get substitute teachers? Oh, it's been extremely difficult, Alan. I spent all day Monday trying to cover one classroom and then on Wednesday trying to cover a second classroom. So, um, no, I haven't been able to uh, successfully appoint a qualified primary school teacher to either of those classrooms. This morning, uh, we're opening with um, a third-year undergrad teaching student in one classroom who thankfully had been here in the school before and has a relationship with the children. And I've had to put my SET, my um, support teacher, into the other classroom because I wasn't able to get a sub. Um, so it's not a great start. What do you say to parents? What do you say to students this morning then, parents who are wary of this? Oh, well, I emailed parents two days ago to, um, to you know, give the, the usual COVID reminders before we came back. And I alerted parents in that email to the fact that um, it is becoming increasingly difficult to, um, to get qualified subs. Um, and unfortunately, we are in a position, as are many schools, we're not unique in this, um, I, I, the, the substitute crisis is really going to come to a head, I think, in the next eight weeks. Um, and I think schools are going to be forced to make decisions that they don't want to make. I know that our board of management is meeting in the next few days to, to try and find what is the, 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 the least worst option in terms of covering classes. Do we, are we faced now with having to ask classes to stay at home if we can't locate a sub? Are we faced with using unqualified personnel to supervise students uh, in the school, which, of course, is very different to teaching. <laughs> supervision is merely supervision. Right. So, um, yeah, some very difficult decisions face us in the next few days, Alan, and I'm not sure what... We'll do what the best we can for the children, and we'll, we'll make careful decisions, and we'll go into this with our eyes open. But, um, yeah, some difficult decisions to be made. A lot of talk about ventilation, about systems mm. to make sure it's safe. I mean, are you facing today having windows open? I mean, it's been yes. bitterly cold. So so what, what's the setup for today within your school? Yes, yeah, so we have um, four classrooms, and we have um, a number of smaller rooms then, you know, um, uh, meeting rooms and SET rooms. Uh, we are building at the moment, so we're oversubscribed, and uh, hopefully our building, fingers crossed, will be will be open by Easter. But in the meantime, we're in an overcrowded um, state. So I am currently using one of our four classrooms. is actually not supposed to be a classroom. It's an SET room, which has been um, um, uh, repurposed. 
So at the moment in that classroom, I have 20 children and two adults in a 25 square meter room. It is our, our most <laughs> crowded room and it is our least ventilated room. So there is a HEPA filter, um, filtration unit in that room. Um, and But the windows are still open. The CO2 monitor is in that room. It still goes off every hour um, because, of, as we know, the, the filtration unit <laughs> filters the air, but not the CO2. <laughs> so the CO2 monitor goes off every hour and the pupils leave the room and yeah. ventilate pretty much on the hour, every hour. It is, um, it's difficult. Yeah, it's very difficult. And we're expecting cold. I have my layers on today, Alan. <laughs> the antigen test was negative. The scarf is on. The multiple layers are on. We're back in school to the cold. Carolyn Gooder, thanks to Carolyn there, teacher principal in Bunclody Primary School, Bunclody National School. Now I'm joined by Ian Wickham as we head to Enniscorthy. Ian is the principal of Enniscorthy Community College. Uh, good morning, Alan. How are you? And Happy New Year to you. How are you is the Thank question. You. How are you feeling back to school with and Escorthy Community College. Well, it's good to be back, Alan, to be honest with you. Uh, nice break. Uh, it was badly needed for everybody. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, I suppose, the next term now between now and the uh, middle of February. Um, it's important that we're back in school, I think. Um, I know public opinion at the moment is very divided on whether schools should be open or not, but personally, I feel it's, it's crucially important for young people that schools are open, that they have routine and so forth. And things have changed considerably since last year. I think the vaccination uptake, right, Ireland has uh, 77% people now fully vaccinated, you know, which is very high uh, when it's compared globally. While the, the Omicron variant is very transmissible, it's not as virulent as the Delta variant as well. And I think that's another important thing uh, to take into consideration. And I don't think any school really wants to return to remote learning because while it did assist during those very challenging times, looking back on it, uh, a lot of students struggled, and particularly students with special educational needs and students from disadvantaged backgrounds because there's definitely a digital divide there as well. And for parents then as well, there was childcare issues that had to be taken into consideration, particularly where uh, two parents are working. So there was a lot of hassle there regarding that. And... Personally, I feel schools are a relatively safe environment. There's a lot of um, structures put in place to ensure that there are safe CO2 monitors, air filters and so forth, adequate ventilation and all the PPE that uh, students and staff wear then as well. And how are you when it comes to staffing today? Have you got uh, people out because of this or what's the story? Oh, no doubt, Alan, yes, definitely. There's a significant number of teachers out and a few SNAs then as well. Uh, but I suppose we we were prepared for this, and most schools were prepared for it. Now, uh, you know, we expected it to be that there would be a surge after the Christmas festive period, and, and we were uh, making sure that we had uh, adequate uh, staff in place. Now, there is issues with trying to get substitute teachers, and it's been an ongoing issue, and it really has been highlighted uh, by COVID. Uh, I think certain things probably need to be done to make teaching more attractive, to young people, the, the pay scale definitely needs to be looked at, and maybe the two-year training that's required for uh, for individuals once they complete a degree. I think that would help to, uh, I suppose, attract more people into the teaching profession at the moment. But uh, overall, you're happy to be back. You're you're confident and, uh, that you will be able to cope today. And uh, for those people who are lacking in confidence about this, what do you say to them? Um, it is, January is going to be challenging, there's no doubt about that, but I think there will be light at the end of the, t- of the tunnel. Um, 
And I think if we all work together as a team, uh, I think we, we will get there, you know, and that's following the guidelines when in school and outside of school and limiting our social interactions uh, to the best of our ability. I think that's crucially important. Um, but I think come the end of January, I would imagine that num- case numbers will be down significantly and hopefully, you know, there, there'll be better days ahead for everyone. But I think it's crucially important, provided... Uh, students do not have any symptoms that they come to school because they need uh, to engage uh, in learning. You know, if not, uh, they will be severely disadvantaged going forward. So I would urge all parents, you know, uh, unless uh, students have symptoms, that they come to school. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.